Hi, thanks for joining me. My name is Clint Thompson. I'm the CEO for Digiite Media in Mississauga. I wanted to talk a little bit today. Uh, this is our third podcast, I should say. I wanted to speak today a little bit about businesses and uh, small, medium-sized businesses in general and to speak a little bit about social media in particular. Um, there's a lot of uh, misinformation out there about social media and whether or not it's effective. Uh, it's effective for use in business. And uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about that and, and, you know, speak specifically about some of the stats out there on with Facebook uh, and your, your big uh, names for social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and so on. And I also wanted to talk about some of the strategies that we employ uh, with our clients uh, to assist them in bringing their information to the masses and specifically, more specifically to their uh, their client base. So why don't we start off a little bit, let's talk, let's jump into some stats and just to give you a feel for, for business in general and small business in general. Uh, every single year, there are more than 600,000 businesses that start up every single year. In fact, in Canada right now, there's almost 98% of the businesses in Canada are small and medium-sized businesses. So it's a really, really big chunk uh, of the uh, business out there, and it, it really is what drives the economy. Having said that, uh, you know why I have a lot of clients that say to me uh, when I chat with them about social media, um, you know, why should I be involved in social media? It seems to be something that maybe younger people do, or it seems to be something that specific, uh, you know, groups do, uh, whether it be gender, you know, male, female, if it's Instagram or so on. And, you know, I, there's a few things that you should be aware of. First of all, there's a number of different platforms that we, you know, I use the term playing on a number of different platforms we play on or work on, uh, that are specific to, we feel the needs of uh, the client base that we typically deal with. And I'll, I'll talk a little bit about all of them, but uh, the platforms that we tend to work on are Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Those are typically the ones we work on. Uh, we also do work and post and, and uh, post to YouTube, of course, right? Which is a big video uh, platform that's uh, very, very important to clients that want to be able to deliver a message, a message that someone can sit back and clearly listen to and watch and sort of engage with without doing much more than pressing a play button. So let, let's talk a little bit about uh, the, the, wives of, uh, the whys, I should say, of social media. Uh, the first is, is because, uh, just to use an example, in Facebook alone, there's more than 2.3 billion people uh, that are logged into Facebook on a daily and on a monthly basis. It's a significant uh, group uh, that is involved in using Facebook, that share information, that like information, uh, that comment on information. And I, I sort of use, I use the, the acronym CII. And, uh, you know, for me, social media is to contact to inform, and really to influence. And that's why we use social media for our clients. So to contact, to inform, and to influence. Uh, you want to contact potential buyers, potential customers. And if they're not potential customers, maybe they're connected to people that might be potential customers. I mean, to use an example, on my LinkedIn page, I have uh, somewhere around 13 or 1,400 people on my LinkedIn page. I believe it's about that much. Uh, of those people, of course, those people all have a significant amount, some of them in the thousands of uh, contacts or connections as well. So anything that is sort of taken from my LinkedIn page and shared uh, on someone else's LinkedIn page, now all their people get a chance to see that information. So it's all about making that message viral. 
So the, the point of contact is very, very important. On a secondary note, the interaction is important as well. Uh, the interaction of your posts, uh, you know, the graph, the use of graphics within your posts, the effectiveness and the effective use of graphics within your posts are also very, very important. So if you take a look at, uh, you know, typically someone who uh, maybe knows uh, really how to get engagement, high engagement on social media, you'll tend to see very, very professional, very, very uh, polished looking graphics that they will use uh, on their social media interface. That is something that uh, sort of tells a compelling story over and above the information that's attached to it, beyond all the hashtagging and all that sort of stuff that's going on. The image is what draws you in. So that's really, really important. And it's not enough to use uh, images that are sort of, uh, you know, sort of cheaply done and quickly done. Uh, you need professional looking imagery. And that's something that uh, as a company, we really pride ourselves on. At graphic designers, uh, they understand what we're talking about. So in order to get that interaction, we need to have something that draws them in. It's going to be the content, and of course, it's going to be the graphic uh, on the actual content. Uh, the content itself uh, that's built into that uh, particular story post or whatever it might be is also very important. Now, in a lot of cases, we will uh, curate content. Uh, when we do our content mining, we'll take content uh, that's available out there that's relevant to a specific vertical, maybe specific information about that vertical that's current that we can utilize. Uh, we can curate that content. And in some cases, we'll create new content. So if it's something in particular that the client is uh, promoting or a new service that they've, uh, they're offering to their potential clients out there, then what we would do is we would create the content around that particular uh, service or product and we would build the graphics around the product and that's really really important because that's that's going to be critical to drive the activity on that specific post for that service which again is going to drive the point of contact and of course the interaction that we're talking about and the interaction comes from someone not only liking i mean a, a number of years ago the, the big deal was for people to like your post that's not uh, really what we're trying to do here. We're trying to get the recognition for the post, first of all, uh, which is the views. And the secondary thing that we're trying to do is getting, trying to get clients uh, or potential uh, customers on these platforms to share the information. Because again, if I have 1,000 or 1,300 people on my LinkedIn profile and someone shares it and they have 1,000, then all of a sudden it's visible to 2,000 potential clients. Okay, or, or 2,000 people of those are, you know, maybe many potential clients uh, that might be interested in your service. So that's really, really important to note. And the third part of the CII is to influence. With influencing, we, we specifically are speaking about, again, some of the things that we talked about, the, the, the content within the post, the graphics on the post, and of course, uh, the way the post or the advertisement is presented. That's really, really critical. So that's just a little bit about why you want to use social media. Now, the, the big picture is, as I mentioned before, with Facebook alone, let's talk about some of the platforms. Facebook, we talked about 2.3 billion people that are logged into Facebook. That's, that's significant. That's huge. Uh, in the U.S. alone, there's 68% of the population are logged into Facebook every single day. So that's a significant amount of people. Uh, in fact, of that 68%, 66% uh, use it uh, daily, 
So again, you have a significant amount of people that are using it every single day. Uh, and one really cool stat that I, that I, uh, I, I see and, and, and we talk about to clients, because some clients will say that, oh, you know, Facebook is for younger users. And, you know, in some cases, uh, you know, maybe that's not my market that I'm going after. You know, the younger people, if I'm a mortgage broker, these, you know, the 18-year-olds aren't going to be able to afford a, a house or a mortgage. Well, that's not the reality. The reality is it's such a mixed bag of people that are part of that, that Facebook following. To use one example, and it's a, it's a segment that's grown significantly over the last five years, it's the over 60 and over 65 population. Now, this population are people that are preparing for retirement, people that are, uh, that are already retired and have significant amounts of, uh, in a lot of cases, they have uh, money uh, disposable income. So these are clients and these are people that are looking at doing renovations on their house. If you're, you know, a, a home renovator, a luxury home builder, you're a cottage builder, if you are, you know, a hardwood floor supplier, these are people you can literally target directly on social media, uh, specifically to Facebook. So 41% of people over 65 years of age are actually people over 60, sorry, 41% of people using Facebook are over 65. So that's a tremendous uh, volume of people in that, in that age category. And that has grown again significantly over the f last five years. So that's something to keep in mind when you're looking at investing in, in, uh, in advertising or investing in social media. And there's two parts to social media, first of all. I, I guess I should talk a little bit about that. One is, is there, there's the social media, uh, the organic side. So the organic side would be, uh, you know, you'll come to us and you'll say, listen, you know what, uh, Clint, we want to, uh, get some social media presence online. We want a professional presence. You know, we have, uh, I'm the CEO of a company or a service uh, company that deals with air conditioners and, and we're an up and comer and, you know, we're looking to go after builders. Okay. So I would say to you, I would say, okay, fine. So your target market is, is the, the builder community, right? Which is, so it's business to business. And you're looking for people that are going to sort of buy uh, from you in large quantities, sort of low uh, markup, high volume type thing to sort of get you going and to sort of break you into the marketplace in a big way. A little bit difficult uh, scenario, but uh, however, very, very possible to be able to do that. So for that particular client, uh, it's, it is very, very possible to get into that area. They may want to look at organic advertising online. And I would say that as a new business, you want to try uh, multiple platforms, not just one, because even though Facebook might be a great platform for someone like that, if they're looking at new homes, because if someone is maybe in Toronto and they're looking at downsizing into a smaller home, maybe there's a new uh, home development going on in Grimsby, Ontario, or Stony Creek or Hamilton, and they sort of want to go west, then certainly they have the option to do that. And uh, they're going to be meeting, you know, the air conditioning, the heating and all that sort of stuff. Could be a good market. Uh, having said that, though, uh, and you could be speaking to the owners of these these builders, you know, whether they're small, medium, or large builders. You could be speaking to that builder. So that might be a good platform for you. Uh, and you can approach that from an organic uh, social media perspective. So you're posting on, in an organic fashion where we post generic information specific to your industry, specific about, say, to use an example, what are the five things to look for in a top-notch air conditioning unit? What are the five things to look for in a qualified installer? What are the five things to stay away from uh, for issues with air conditioning units? Maybe what are the f 10 top brands for air units in, uh, in, in Canada? 
So uh, what are the five uh, Canadian brands, uh, main brands for air conditioning units? Whatever it might be. So we can play around with that and do a lot of good organic, really solid organic posting to drive uh, people to your site so they can interact, right? And, uh, and, and get that new point of contact for your, for your new business. So that's a great way of doing it. Uh, you could also look at uh, maybe even Twitter. Twitter's a great source, 200 characters. You can, you, we can send out a lot of little messages to potential clients about the same items that we've posted on Facebook. So that's, uh, that's an option for you too. Companies like, let's use an example, maybe a luxury home builder, because uh, we're talking about that realm with home building. Maybe a luxury home builder might look at Instagram as one of their main uh, organic sources of posting. Uh, so that's one thing. There's a secondary area that you can look at also for social media. The secondary area is advertising. So social media advertising. Social media advertising is, is also a very important part. But I kind of look at things like a graph. And, uh, you know, I tell my clients, I say, listen, you know what? There's, you know, when you, when you do advertising, when, you're, when we're doing organic. So I'm just going to write this really quick. And even though it's really, really poor handwriting, organic. And uh, so we're going to go like this. And we're going to do one of these things. Organic is going to grow with your business for social media slowly. That's the proper way to grow your social media following and for clients to interact with your social media. What's gonna happen with advertising, okay? When you place ads, and this is the absolute wrong way to show it on a graph, but I just wanna show you what I mean. So if we're going from January here, and we're gonna go Feb and March, April, May, and if we're going to decide that, listen, you know what? We're just going to do ads instead of social media organic posting. So you might put an ad in January. So boom, you get your activity that goes up. Lots of activity based on the spend that you use or you have. Once that ad is gone, then your activity has dwindled off to nothing, essentially, right? Because they pull your ad once your, your budget is gone, your ad is now gone, Okay. So then you decide, okay, fine, you know what, I don't have the budget for it again. I spent, I already spent three grand in January on it. I'm going to throw another three grand on it to see if I can get a couple more sales in March. And in March, you spend another 3,000 bucks, okay? And then it spikes again. But you have this sort of up and down, and then up and down. What we try to tell our clients is, listen, you want to be... What you want to be is strategic with your social media. So with social media, what we try to do, your organic line is this line here. And we're going to start from nothing because we're going to start you over. And, we're going to, and if you have a good following already, we can continue it and build on it. So we would rebrand all your social media platforms. Make sure it looks like the website that we're building for you. So every, when someone drops on your website, if you're John Smith Construction, when they drop on John Smith Construction with the big yellow hat that's on the front, the hard hat, they're going to know it's John Smith Construction when they're on Facebook. They're going to know it's John Smith Construction because of the yellow hat when they're on Instagram. That's your logo. That's your colors. That's your look. So we brand it. Once we start posting organically, over time, you will see your activity lift and you'll see your results lift. In fact, on a monthly basis, we will give our clients analytics so they can sort of follow and we can see where exactly where we're trending and where we need to adjust. Now, what we recommend to clients is that in this period of time, here you may be spending 3,000 bucks every second or third month, right? So let's say over a period of a year, you may spend, even if you do it four times, 
you might spend say twelve thousand bucks, eight to twelve thousand bucks just on ads. Now you have the lift that drops, the lift that drops, the lift that drops. But what if I was to tell you you could cut that in half, or maybe even cut that down to about a third, and you spend less, but you also have the organic social media going? I would almost guarantee you that you would spend less money, have a greater following and do more business and a better ROI if you simply just started to do your social media organically like we do, 20, 24, 30 posts per month, 36 posts per month, depending on the package that you, you uh, purchase from us. And we start posting and start lifting that activity on your, on your website and on your social media platforms and driving more traffic to you. And then you hit it with social media ads every second or third month you're going to find that your social media is going to be much more effective. Your sales are going to be higher. You're going to be much more, uh, much stronger in the long run, and you're going to spend less money over that 12-month period of time. So it's something to consider, and we always tell clients, this is something you have to look at for ads versus just organic. We think a combination of both is really the winning combination, and that's what you need to look at, and that's some of the things that we suggest to clients. I'm going to quickly talk a little bit about uh, some of the active users again Instagram we have over a billion active users 71% are under 35 so that's significant as well so let's say for instance you were uh, a luxury home builder like we used the example before then we would say listen a good a secondary uh, another or I should say maybe another platform you might want to look at is potentially you know the under 35 so the under 35 although they may not be uh, the biggest uh, may not have the biggest amount of disposable income. Certainly, you know, 30 to 35 age group is where people tend to make the most money within their lifetime, right? Between the 30 and 40 year uh, age group. So that's a great area to start looking at people that maybe are looking for their second home, maybe looking for their permanent home. Maybe they've gotten a big promotion and they want to go to a luxury home. So that's certainly an area that you want to look at. That's 71% of the Instagram market is under 35. Uh, and an interesting fact with Instagram too, which is, is, which is really cool, is that 71% of businesses use Instagram today. That number has risen tremendously over the last few years. So that's 71% of businesses are on there. So it's something that you really need to look at. And depending on the vertical you're in, is something that we will talk about, whether it be with us, one of our salespeople or myself. It's something that we certainly will talk about and with, and with our marketing manager. Twitter, uh, of all things, 275 million people, active users on Twitter. So that's significant, right? Uh, again, platforms on their own are good. Multiple platforms, depending on what you choose and depending on your line of work or your vertical of business, are really the ones that are going to, is really the package that's going to help set you apart and really make you a big time player in the marketplace for social media. So those are things to keep in mind. Um, as far as what we offer as a company, we know that there are businesses out there that need to start somewhere. So we actually have services where we can offer someone to start off and we can show them their growth over time on just Facebook or just Twitter. And we have platforms, we have, uh, we have programs that start as little as $129 a month. So yeah, it's, it's that affordable to be able to get into the social media game with a new business. And that's something we would recommend for like a startup, a small startup, a single individual that owns a little business that's trying to make a go of it. So if you build a nice website that we can build for you, 
we can get your social media page running alongside it. And again, brand them the same way. We include all the graphics, all the interface, all that stuff is all done for you, all mobile-based as well. So those are, are, are some of the things you need to look at as far as uh, the why you buy social media or you look at getting social media for your business. If you are not, as a business, if you are not involved in social media at all, then you are certainly not doing as well as you should be. You absolutely are missing the boat. And I tell businesses, I've seen this over the last five years that we've been around, uh, and I've seen it over the last 20 years that you know I've been in this industry. I've seen social media grow to an entity, uh, and then I've seen it grow from an entity to something that is absolutely mandatory for any business. And it doesn't really matter what type of business you're in. Your message needs to be heard. And there are people that are looking for things like news, just on social media. They don't even go to news channels or TV anymore. Uh, there are people that look for information, quick information on uh, platforms like Twitter. People that are looking for graphic type uh, photos and information like that on Instagram. People that are just want to look at videos to find out about more about your companies, they'll look at YouTube. So these are things that aren't, these are areas that have millions of people using them every single day. Millions of people, many of which could be are or, or are potential clients of your business. So regardless of the vertical that you're in, the type of business that you're in, certainly there's opportunity for you uh, within the social media uh, area. And it certainly should be a big part of your marketing uh, campaign. You know, you're, it sort of starts with your website. And of course, you know, sort of hovering around that website, which is at the middle of everything, is going to be your, you know, your search optimization, your social media, your branding, and, you know, your ad campaigns and so on. Everything sort of flows around that. So very, very important. One last thing I want to touch on for social media, which has been, which is an area that has been growing. And, you know, the big, the big brands get it because, you know, I guess the big brands have the big bucks to be able to spend on it. But I think a lot more SMBs, small, medium-sized businesses understand today that they have to get involved in it, uh, and that is with influencer marketing. Influencer marketing is an area that we uh, offer to our clientele. Typically, mid-sized businesses will look at influencer marketing because it's a bit more expensive, obviously, because you're, you're making a jump. You're playing in a bigger, uh, you're playing in a bigger uh, pond, essentially. And essentially what influencer marketing is, is to use uh, using a platform where someone has generated, uh, you know, thousands of followers. So people that follow them uh, intensely and they have a, a big following, you know, they're, they're people that maybe, maybe there's someone who's an outdoorsy type person, is a nature lover, and they have 20,000 people that follow them. That's an influencer. And that person we would use if you were, say, a clothing company and you wanted to show, you know, a new type of windbreaker that you made that's waterproof, sweatproof, can breathe and all that sort of good stuff with all the gadgets on it with the holders, a waterproof phone holder. I'm giving you free information here, something you can build. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's something that's sort of new and unique to you. We can package that. We'll do all the graphics behind it. And we could present that to an influencer with 10,000, 20,000, 50,000 followers. And we can have them endorse that product on your behalf and, you know, just rack up activity for you. So that's a big part of what we do now. Now, it doesn't have to be, a, you know, a, an influencer with 100,000 or a million followers. Certainly those, that the, the cost is going to go up and it's more tied to larger companies, certainly. 
But there are influencers that are, you know, have 5,000 followers and 10,000 followers that can still affect your business in a very positive way if they're well enough known on, you know, platforms like, you know, Instagram and so on. And they're typically like Instagram because it's a very visual marketplace, Instagram. So that's something to consider as well. Uh, influencer marketing, like I said, it's something, again, it's kind of like I, what I saw 10 years ago with social media, with Facebook and all these other platforms, five years ago even with uh, a lot of these social media platforms where a lot of businesses were unsure. They were sort of, you know, someone sort of dipped their feet into it and weren't sure what they were going to get from it. Well, social media is not going away. This is not going to go away. This is a big part of influencing new clients because these are people, you know, sort of the, I hate to use the term, but these are sort of the gods in their area for lack of a better term. I'm sure there's a better term out there, but anyways, for you know, leaders in their area is a better term, I guess. So if I'm the leader in you know, the, the person who test drives all the coolest cars and all the new cars, then that's a huge influencer. And to be able to utilize that influencer, if I was that person, then there's a cost attached to that, but the, the potential uh, benefit from it far outweighs the cost and of course drives your brand and your name out there. So it's something to keep in mind. Influencer marketing is very, very big. And please feel free to contact us. We're happy to chat about it, uh, to talk about your brand and sort of the things that you want to do. And, you know, uh, maybe some of your goals. Because as long as we can find the right fit, and, uh, you know, I'm sure there's a plan that we can figure out. Whether you're starting out, uh, whether you're in the middle of your sort of business uh, maturity cycle, or whether, you know what, you're building your business to the point where you've had it for 10 or 15 or 20 years. And something to keep in mind, where it's mature, it has a great following. You're looking at maybe bringing on a new buyer or somebody you're taking on, a new partner or something like that. And you're trying to get investors in your business. Investment folks want to see a business that is not only successful, but has a plan in place and has consistent marketing in place. Social media is part of that consistent marketing. Influencer marketing is certainly an, uh, an important part of that uh, consistent uh, marketing plan. Listen, I want to thank you again. Uh, this is my third blog, as I mentioned before. Thanks for following me on uh, DigiHype Media. Check us out on digihypemedia.ca. That's D-I-G-I-H-Y-P-E media.ca. Uh, also, please like and subscribe to our blog. Feel free to share it on uh, social media. We'd love you to. Give us a call at our office anytime. We're locally in Mississauga, 905-901-3185. And uh, we're happy to help you out, even answer questions over the phone if you'd like. Again, I'm Clint Thompson, CEO for DigiHype Media. All the best. Have a great rest of the day. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.